it feel like to be 96 and a legend, Miss Legend? I'm amazed every single day I live. Do you feel like you have more to do? Yes, that's why I'm still here. I mean, what my life became is not what I expected. I had no idea that I would touch anybody. When the time comes, what do you want us to remember about you? I've done my best. That's all. Welcome, 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 you guys. Love you, wine. How are we all doing today? Doing good. I'm tired, though. Mm, yes, the same, same, <laughs> definitely. Um, we wanted to open up the show with a little bite from the late, great Cicely Tyson, who we lost this past week. Um, due to natural causes, 96 years old, lived a beautiful mm-hmm. life, beautiful career, beautiful woman, okay? She was doing interviews until, I think, that Wednesday? No, but it was, a, was it a Wednesday or was it... I believe I don't it was Wednesday. Know what day it was, because but. I think she passed on either on Thursday or Friday, and she did her last interview that Wednesday with like um, Kelly and Ryan. I almost said Regis mm. and Kelly, but Regis is also gone. Yes, which is Regis really is gone. Mm, it's just been a time. But yes, um, I wanted to kind of open it up with what you guys, mm-hmm. how you experienced Cicely Tyson in your life. Um, where did she fall? Is there, any, is there anything that you remember her saying, whether it's in a movie or just in an interview that you may have seen that just resonated with you? Um, do you have a, the memoir that she just came out with this past week? Just give me a little sum sum on that. Um, mainly like the way I've seen Cicely Tyson is through. Tyler Perry movies, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> too, you know too. what I'm saying? <clears throat> um, a lot of her roles in those movies are usually her being like, you know, the voice of reason, mm. like that wisdom that comes into the movie and, you know, just like really gives nice, clear guidance, even though, you know, it may be tough to hear or whatever, but she's always like that source of like wisdom um, in those movies. Yeah, and that's pretty much yeah. I would say that's how I've experienced her. I have n- never seen her like prior works or movies, yeah. show none of that. Like Same. I haven't. I've really only seen her in that realm. So. And it's so crazy because now that she's passed, I would love to see just mm-hmm. the works that she's done in the past. So yeah, um, Nika. Um. Yeah, I remember her mostly from Tyler Perry films and from watching different interviews that she's been in. And she was also in um, Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was. I um, I feel like I haven't really... Ex- I, I don't know, like, the... I wasn't at Cicely, with Cicely in her prime. Mm-hmm. So I'm not... I need to go and familiarize myself with um, some of her work. But yeah. I know that she was a trailblazer. I do know that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. always like, I want to vo- know why. Right. She I want to know why. why. Exactly. And um, I did buy her memoir. Same. <laughs> okay. Come on. Okay, baby. I bought it. The, what is it? The Associated Press came, press came out with the press release. And, like, four minutes later, I bought the book. Yeah. <laughs> I said I low key want to get the book before it skyrockets <laughs> cause it will cause it will and uh-huh. I did but yeah same I really experienced this through Tyler Perry movies Um, people 
Roots. First introduction to her was through Roots. I've never seen Roots in my life. I have no desire to see Roots. Um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't. I Very just, long. Very yeah, long. I, heard, I thought it was a movie at first, then I found out it was a series. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, no, I've never had a desire to see Roots and probably will probably never see Roots, but still, mm-hmm. you know, I support Cicely. And rest in peace, baby. And on that note, I'll pass it off to Nika for the word of the day and a little special highlight that we have for this month. Hello, guys. Okay, so today's word of the day is retrocede. It's a verb spelled R-E-T-R-O-C-E-D-E. And it means to go back. Mm. Retrocede. Okay. Mm, that's a good one. That is, right? <laughs> wow, I like that. To go back. Yeah, to action. verb. Uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, mm. I have one. Okay, go. Okay. Um. Well, these past few weeks, I've been going back and listening to one of my favorite podcasts, that, which is the um, Dissect Podcast and in season six. They did an analysis on Beyonce's Lemonade. And I've always thought that Beyonce was a genius. But to retrocede in this work. You see how I did that? Like, okay. Had, you know, She's to, re- to retrocede proud. and, you know, relook at this work and all that it encompassed. And just like all the historical um all the historical things, you know, with slavery and black love and black women and everything, just like really delving into those themes has just really been awesome. And it just really made me appreciate Beyonce even more. And I always thought she was a genius, but now I know it for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, y'all should go listen to that if you <laughs> haven't. Like, seriously, I have it. I I've have cried, it. I've cried, and I've like, I felt. I felt so many things reliving this album and just a really, not just the album, but the visual aspect of it as well. Going through both parts at the same time has just been like, oh my God. Okay, then I definitely have to check that out. That's a dissect mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to get into it. Wow, thank you for that, Frenchie. Ooh, ooh. Uh-huh. Retroceed. Um, when I, I can just say like, when I retrocede on... I don't even know how to... Can I use it in that way? Like when I retrocede back. But I, I say back and retrocede mm-hmm. means to go back. So Just like, say when I retrocede. When I retrocede on life. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when I retrocede on life, mm-hmm. um, I often think of how many times whenever I was younger, I didn't use my voice as much. Mm-hmm. You know, I might find this real shocking, but I was not that that talkative as a young child. No, was. <laughs> I was very quiet. <laughs> and Cat- short. Okay. Mm-hmm. Calm down now. That, but what am I now? I don't know. Big and tall, baby. Well, I don't know. Big mm. and tall and sexy. Oh, well, I don't uh, know. Once again. One of those is wrong. Uh, none of those is wrong. It Kay. might be the big or the sexy. Okay, all right, listen, listen. You see how they just flip my shit. But I often think about um, how much I didn't use my voice and how much I wish I did. But at the same time, I know that me learning mm-hmm. my voice came through those times of being quiet and very observant. And to this day, even in spaces where I don't know people mm-hmm. and I'm by myself, I don't talk. Like, I don't, I'm not, 
I'm not mm-hmm. the one who's going to talk to you. I'm going to sit, observe the room, see everything, what everybody's doing. People might be like, oh, what you doing? You being over there shy and quiet. I'm not shy or quiet. I'm just sitting back and observing because I don't know anybody in this room right now. I'm trying mm-hmm. to get familiar with myself and where I want to be in this room, who I want to talk to, who I want to approach. All those networking events, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm not that one who's like, I hate hey, huh, who? yes, my name is Chris. Hey, do you want to hack my, here's my business card. Here's my business card. I'm not that person. I'm literally like, let me sit back. And while there are those people who are out there trying to get to every possible person, I'm just like, let me sit back. Let me see who I want to approach first. Mm-hmm. If I even want to approach someone, because that's what usually happens at these events. I'm usually like, all right, I'm at this event and I literally have no desire to approach anyone right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody's energy is on. Yes, yes. Here's what I can do for you. You want you want my attention, huh? You must. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Come on, go ahead. Yeah. What do you want to pitch me? Huh? What What's your major? Huh? What do you want to do? I'm like, okay. I'm not here to sell myself to you, and I just don't have the time. I'd rather show you than have to talk about myself to you. It's one of the hardest things for me to do is talk about myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate, I don't, I really don't enjoy talking to folks, <laughs> which is so funny because we talk to y'all every week, but mm-hmm. you know, y'all not in the room. Okay, with we're, us. we're comfortable. So it's a, it's with just y'all. a little different. Plus, mm-hmm. we're comfortable with y'all. Even if y'all were here, I would talk to y'all all day and night because y'all love us, right? Mm. Nika, what you got? Um, on the podcast, on the crime, the true crime podcasts that I listen to, they often talk about how criminals get too cocky and they retrocede to where they were previously, like to their roots, basically. Because mm-hmm. they'll get cocky. And they like, always oh, catch I'm you not- at your mom's house. Okay. Yeah, they're like, they're not going to catch me. And then next thing you know. SWAT team in your house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you're caught. Because you thought. Well, you I, thought just, I just wanted to go back and just see one last time. You yeah, know? and it could be like. I know I buried her 25 yeah, years ago. It'd be crazy. Yeah, that's like, usually how that goes. Yeah, <laughs> like they'll, they'll like forget about it because they'll, they'll get cocky. And then one day they're smoking a cigarette and they throw their butt in the ground. They don't know that they're being followed. And now you're in prison. And I think that was how walk. they got the grim sleeper. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. He was drinking out that cup, and, and they, they said, grabbed that. They said evidence. Yeah, you got real comfortable, it. huh? Run it through the system. It's a match. Mm-hmm. It's a match. Mm-hmm. And next, wanted to highlight one of our local black businesses here. Oh, okay. So it is Black History Month, y'all. Okay. Happy Black History Month. The okay. shortest month. <laughs> We need a longer month. We should have put that down. <laughs> you should have. We should have. We need a month. We need a longer month. Okay, come on. Black History so, Month. Black History Business. Black. Po- okay, let's do it. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so the local business I'll be highlighting today is Juicy Juice. We here at the Black Umbrella love us some fucking Juicy Juice. Okay, okay. baby. So good. You can go to their website. It is gotjuices.com. G-O-T. J-U-I-C-E-S dot com. Mm-hmm. They're in Carson, California. Yes. Okay, yeah. so got, if y'all are in the area. I got an Addy for you. Oh, you got an Addy? What the I Addy, do, girl? I do, mm-hmm. The address for Juicy Juice is 940 East Dominguez, Carson, California. Okay. okay. Come on, okay. man. It's fucking delicious. What's your favorite drink from Juicy Juice? My one of my favorite drinks is Maui Punch. I like that one. It's mm. Mine does the almond butter punch. It's the, the only thing he gets. The lady at the oh my god, mm. we went there the other day. And the lady at the counter, <laughs> he didn't even say a word. She just looked at him and said almond butter punch. And I was like, yeah, 
you know. I was like, you so know, I said, said, you know, girl, because it's the only it's shit the that the only thing get. I get. I love that place. I go there like I'm two dead. or three times a week. Yes, it's fucking I delicious. I have some like banana one that I really like, but I can't remember what it is. I feel like what it's I called. know what you're talking about. I just can't remember what the I name is. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Some banana it. one and that one's popping. And they'd be banging. They, they got be, good. They have be going bananas in your mouth. Really good smoothies. What? You heard me. What? They'd be going nanners in your mouth. Like nanners. You okay. don't like so. My- anyways, they have really good juices and smoothies. Um, mm-hmm. right now they have this COVID nineteen protection pack, which includes one like it's like a. I guess you can have silver. What is it called? The it's like it's what? called colloid colloidal silver. Mm-hmm. I guess it's like it's supposed to be like a cleanse. And then they have a ginger lemon cayenne shot. That one, ooh, that'll get you. That'll get your bowels and it'll get you. Mm-hmm. It'll Jesus. get you. It's good for you, but it. Goddamn, taking that shit. <laughs> you, <laughs> like, you feel like you're sweating like, and dying, sweating mm-hmm. and dying. Fuck, shit. It's for a quick cleanse. Is that you a know? piece of cayenne stuck in my throat? Mm. Um, it comes with a ginger garlic shot, also a lot. Um, <laughs> but ten out of ten do recommend. Um, and they also have this really fucking good uh, salmon salad, which is similar salad. to like chicken salad, of course, but it's salmon. And the crackers that come with it have like this, I don't know, some type of, I don't know, <laughs> herb some kind of puree. Some kind of magic. It's okay. like a herb puree or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just fucking delicious. Okay. But juicy juice, y'all, here in Carson. The website again is gotjuices.com. So go visit. If okay. you're ever here, mm-hmm. go. Immediately. I'm Effective with it. immediately. Mm-hmm. And on that note. All right. That's our Black History Month highlight, y'all. Baby. Bam. Juicy juice. Juice it up. Okay. Not juice it up because that is a place, but I meant <laughs> but for you to just go and them. get juice from Juicy Juice. Okay. okay? Please. Okay. I- Great, good, great. <laughs> juice it up is trash. I had it once. It Don't was nasty. It. it was greedy as hell. Sandy is the black owned juicy mm-hmm. juice baby. That's mm-hmm. where they got you at. They got y'all right there. And they got books and shea butter. Okay. Know that up there. Okay, it's not play. just juice. Well, I mean, you can't play chess right now because of COVID nineteen. No, but, but baby, they do you have go chess. Up there, play some chess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't play. Mm-hmm. And let um, that's it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's all. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go ahead into for the birds this week. I'm keeping it short and sweet. I got just two things under here, but you know, discussion is discussion. So, <laughs> first topic on here, you know, let's leave Chloe alone. Oh, Effective immediately. Leave Chloe alone. Agreed. Okay, I'm sure y'all are like Chloe. Chloe who? Kardashian. <laughs> no. No, 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 bully no, no. her. We're not um, <laughs> keep knocking at her door. Okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Knock, knock, knock. Blackfish. Stop knocking. Exactly. But um let's leave Chloe Bailey alone, y'all. Okay, seriously. If you guys don't know, last week I believe it was, um, Chloe and Hallie, the dynamic duo, mm-hmm. singing group, okay? The girls. The girls. The good girls. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They went ahead and finally got separate instagrams they've been having just one single uniform chloe and hallie instagram for you know years now and now you know they're just getting older and doing their own things you know their own projects and things like that so they finally decided now's the time to have our separate instagrams and um the girls both have been posting 
you know, videos and pictures and stories and everything like that. And in particular, Chloe, um, if you all don't know the difference between the two, because people seem to not know who is who, but um, Hallie is the really petite, tiny one. And Chloe is the more like curvy one. She has like the butt and like the thighs and all that kind of stuff. Um, that's, I mean, that that's the way that people are easily able to tell them apart, I guess. One's so. also taller than the other. I just know yeah, that. one's also taller. That's they why I'm like, anything you know, like. I'm like, Hallie's just really petite and tiny. That's, you know, but hey. Um, so specifically with Chloe, like I said, she's the curvier sister, the older sister as well. And, um, on her Instagram, she's just been posting, you know, pictures of her, you know, just kind of like showing off her, showing off who she is, you know, just looking cute and being great at it. And in one video that she posted in particular, as y'all know, like the silhouette challenge has kind of been like the thing this week. The busted challenge is out. The silhouette challenge is in. <laughs> get with the times. Okay, get with the times. And so Chloe made a, vi- a video, not to the silhouette challenge, but kind of like um, silhouette esque. Mm-hmm. Okay, like in this video, she kind of walks into um, like into her room with like, and she's burning sage, and she just has on like a shirt and like some like some panties or whatever so like you can kind of like see her butt you know out and things like that she's just like you know dancing around and then like the light the like the light color changes and stuff and she's still just like you know dancing around in her room and getting real sexy with it she's because she herself, is baby. a mm-hmm. grown woman she is not a teenager anymore that girl's in her 20s that's a grown woman mm-hmm. okay and with this video she received a lot of backlash and i'm just gonna read one of the tweets that i seen um just to give y'all a little clue in on what that backlash was like um this tweet comes from this idiot and she said (laughs) (laughs) throw it out and she said chloe bailey is a cornball the whole good girl gone bad remodel that janet jackson started is tired there is nothing wrong with being a modest woman. If you can't garner attention without being a slut, then you serve no real purpose in this world. Okay. Imagine saying something like this about a young woman who is just coming into her own and whose purpose in this life, since we've you know known of her name, has been gifting us with great music. And, you know doing shows but you know apparently according to this person yeah chloe is a cornball who has no purpose in this life other than being a slut like what where do you even get i mean i don't know the thing is the the word slut is actually quite empowering baby like at the end of the day but that just depends on Mm -hmm. who you're preaching to but at the end whenever you say my, oh, she needs to be more modest. What does that mean? Like I don't boring, like covered up. Modest. She's sexy in a hovel, <laughs> wearing a moo moo, mm-hmm. wearing a moo moo, wearing a moo moo. I'm not about to play with y'all. Mm-hmm. It's like if you got it, flaunt it. You know she should be able to do what she. It's her body. Why are you policing her body? A mm-hmm. black woman and black women's bodies have been policed not only by higher societies, all of America for all the time that we, they've been stolen, mm-hmm. stolen from the motherland mm-hmm. and dragged to motherfucking United States of America. Yep. And now here we are. Here Policing we are. black women's bodies. Fuck you. Exactly. 
Exactly. I'm trying to find um, the specific tweet, but um, I'll just talk about it right now until I can find it if I need to do it at that point. But um, basically, the conversation, like I said, around um, the video was just very, very negative. And that negativity was coming from a lot of people who look like Chloe Bailey. It was coming from a lot of black women. Mm-hmm. That was who I was seeing, like most of the backlash from. Um, and they were going in on this girl. I mean, like she was a dog on the street. Okay. And um, eventually, Chloe went ahead and got on her Instagram live about like two or three days after the video posted up. And she gets on her Instagram live and she was just talking about um, about the situation and about the backlash that she's received. And of course, like I the fuck would too. She starts crying on her Instagram live as she's talking about, you know, how these people are making her feel and how it's really um, conflicting for her because she's at a point in her life where previously she really hated her body. She didn't like her curves. She didn't like her stretch marks, her cellulite, all that kind of stuff. Like I said, she's like people differentiate them based on like their body type. You know what I'm saying? And Chloe's been the one where, you know, everyone's always noticing how she's so much more. Oh, she's curvy and she's got a butt and all this other kind of stuff. She hated all that stuff about herself. You know what I mean? And so now it's like, okay, she's older. She's had time to grow within her body and love her body. And now she's taking control over that and loving herself and just trying to show the world like, hey, I love myself and I love my body. And it took me a long time to get here, but I'm here and I'm going to show y'all that I'm here. And it got turned so negatively and, you know, it just left her feeling, you know, bad about herself. But at the same time, she was saying, like, but I'm not going to let that, you know, stop me or, you know, stop me from loving myself, stop me from showing myself. It was just, you know, a bad experience with me just trying to show myself love for myself, mm-hmm. you know. And um, someone had brought up how. Um, women like to like to weaponize the word um, modest against other women, you know, like anytime a woman shows like a piece of a leg, it's like, oh, my God, you need to be more modest. You just want to be a slut and you want <laughs> men to just fawn all over you and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, well, what's the problem? I mean, honestly, if you were a true, real, modest woman, then you wouldn't give a shit about what I'm doing over here. You would just be focused on you being modest. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why are you trying to alter my reality with things? Mm. But, you know, do you? And um, also, this other... Okay, I found the tweet. And they said... Um, this comes from at New Yorker. And they said, Chloe's live also prompts me to share that it's that it's absolutely okay to want attention. You don't have to justify that or downplay it. This isn't to say that that's what she did, but we can make space for the reality that wanting attention isn't necessarily a bad thing. Okay, and I thought that was really important to say because we like to rush you know, to people's defense or, you know, to our own defense and say things like, what? I'm not doing this for attention. You know, I'm doing this for myself, blah, 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 and this and that. And it seems like that's the only acceptable way or acceptable reason for you to be able to show yourself off if you're not wanting attention. Mm -hmm. 
you know, once again, weaponizing like modesty, like you have to be modest at all times, even though modesty is just some bullshit. Right. But, um, yeah, uh, weaponizing, yeah, modesty basically against women and making us feel like we have to stay covered up and that if we do, if and when we do show off, it has to be, oh, because I, I just, I, I love myself now. So now I'm able to show myself off or I didn't do this for attention. I did this for me. And it's like, well, we should also make space for the people who did do it for attention. I mean, shit. So, okay. so what? It doesn't matter, you know, why a woman is showing herself in whichever way she feels most comfortable. It just matters that they're doing it and that they feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we should leave it. Let women do whatever the fuck they want to do because we like to go out and preach about how women should be able to be themselves and be whoever they want, say whatever they want and wear whatever they want. And then the moment that women do that, especially black women, we immediately come down and like attack them mm-hmm. and tell them how they need to cover up and be modest and be a good woman. But, you know. And I also want to bring up how just with this whole entire situation, mm-hmm. it came to a point where once I saw the video of her crying and when we were like talking about her experience of how she did not like her body for so long, mm-hmm. it makes you think for her to even have the courage to get on a social media platform and post any piece of her mm-hmm. body, whether it's from the neck up, whether it's from the neck down, it's still strength. It's power. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're not just, it, it's, she's, it's like a shot in the dark every time. It's like, you can almost feel the hesitation on being like, I don't know if I should post this. I keep mm-hmm. on rethinking myself. Like, imagine the battle she had within herself to even post that mm-hmm. and show the world. She could very well have just been sent it to her sister or her mm-hmm. or um, her friends and whatnot and just kept it there. Mm-hmm. But she was like, you know what? Like, I'm done trying to worry about what other people think about me mm-hmm. only to be hit with a whole bunch of black la- backlash on what other people think about you and having to come out and make a statement. Like she didn't have to, but right. she felt compelled to because there was so mm-hmm. much energy put behind it that she really mm-hmm. wasn't expecting. Mm-hmm. It's just a mess. It is just a mess. And it's really, really sad. And if you are one of those people who was out here trying to police her or any other woman out here, you need to just stop yourself on your fucking tracks and say, maybe that's not my business. Maybe I shouldn't be telling people what they can and can't do with their bodies and how they express themselves. Because if someone did that same shit to me, I'd be pissed off. Okay. Just think about that. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Leave yep. black women alone. Okay. And we'll fight. We will fight fire with fire. Okay. Okay. We catch you on the timeline. Police and Chloe again. They we gonna go look, we, gonna, we gonna look at your pictures and be like, let's see what we can find that's wrong with them then. Yes, okay. I am. TB, you coming out for you. Don't play. They go low. <laughs> we, we go, go to hell. We go to hell. Speaking of going to hell, um, oh, no. T.I. and Tiny's little um, bunny ranch, apparently. Um, what is going on? Can someone, I'm uh, just really quick, I don't even know what's happening. I made it a point to not look. <laughs> I just kept on saying. You didn't want to watch that long guy's video? I didn't watch the T.I. apology video. I didn't even see. So many it. words. I knew mm. they were in this kind of battle between, not even a battle. I feel like someone called them out for um, sexual, what was it? It was like. Mm. 
I was about to say misconduct. Not even misconduct. <laughs> but was someone the right called word. them out for basically Join. like forcing them to do sexual acts with them and um, making them feel uncomfortable uh, and making them feel like and they... And drugging them. Drugging them. There's a lot of things. There were a lot of components that I saw scrolling down my timeline and I said, I'm not even going to invest my energy into trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. Mm-hmm. So let me know. Just a person who really has no clue what's happening, happening, what's mm-hmm. going on. Allegedly. <laughs> right well allegedly. right allegedly <laughs> um so this friend of ti and tiny's or ex-friend or whatever it's someone who's been in their life for a long time um she came out and said like you know ti you're fucked up like you held a gun to my head and you know like with people there like apparently there were like people in the room or something like that and he put out a gun and put it to her head and this is what kind of i guess that was like her last straw you know um, and then she goes into telling her story about how in these years where she's, um, that she's known T.I. and Tiny, which is his wife, um, they both have made her like engage in sexual activities with the both of them. And that it's not just her. There's other women out there and, um, other women and people started sh- uh, sharing their, uh, stories with the couple as well. And in these stories, they were saying things like, hey, yeah, she um, um, that that they would make them take drugs. that They would be like so drugged up and high out of their minds and, um, you know, just basically very, very defenseless. And that T.I. would then, you know, uh, rape these women because if you ain't conscious, you don't know what the hell is going on. That's rape. Um, He was raping these these women. And like I said, drugging them, um, beating them also, um, you know, making them engage like in threesomes and, you know, all these sorts of things, kidnapping, like kidnapping. so much. Wait, yes. hold on. What? Yeah. There's, there's so much oh, stuff. God. Like there's so much going on and it's very, very like loose right now, I would say, um, but it, it is very interesting. That was like a real bomb and shocker on the timeline. Like, whoa, hold on. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, you know, a couple of years ago we had Surviving R. Kelly. And I was like, damn, is it going to be a surviving like T.I. and Tiny? Because they seem Tamika. like, right, Tamika? Tamika. They seem like they have the same kind of things going on, you know, except these are people who are not actually let me stop right there. There oh, were oh. stories that came out that said that in these, you know, sexual activities that were happening, that some of the people involved were underage. So Allegedly. let me not say that that, you know, is not necessarily too aligned because they don't, they, you know, there weren't underage people because apparently, allegedly, there were underage people involved in these things. And it's just a lot going on. And, of course, T.I. Clifford himself came out with a video on his Instagram, I believe it was, um, just a few days after, like the next day, um, of these allegations. It's a long eight-minute video. (laughs) It's eight minutes. Now, I don't know if y'all do this, but for me, at least, it doesn't take me eight minutes to say if something happened or not i'm either gonna say that's untrue that never happened or i'm just gonna keep my mouth shut until you know my lawyer say otherwise or whatever the hell you know but this man put out a whole eight minute video 
long as um shit. and in these eight minutes he spoke about you know what was going on and um i think um because there was just a lot of nothing a lot of eight minutes full of nothing my favorite um line was um dismantling the mechanisms that women have created you know dismantling the mechanisms egregious Mm. Um, egregious they said you know he said in it that you know they've never been him and his wife are you know like they're good people and that they've never been involved in you know any sort of trafficking at least sexual we've never been involved in any sexual trafficking that's for sure so I guess that means they've trafficked other things, other items, <laughs> other animals. I don't fucking know, but apparently they're trafficking some shit, but just not no no sexual trafficking. I guess I don't I don't know. I don't know. Um, not an eight minute video trying to tell yes, me it was what long. I didn't do. It was so long. It was so long, and not For once no in the video did he clearly say yes we did these things or no we did not do these things it was just if anyone has been involved in any sexual activities with me and my wife it's been consensual and you know we were you know we're all adults and we all you know and agreed and i have what? proof of these things so you, you know and it's right did you videotape, you videotape right? these people he said he got proof did you videotape them actively saying yes this is fine <laughs> or was it just the act because I now mean, that you've put out that you have proof it's best to believe the lawyer gonna be like well let's see the proof right. yeah the Where proof that, that he put out was dms oh no of of uh of it was like it was like a screenshot of some text messages actually between two people that i guess those be easily fabricated exactly that's but why i'm even, saying like the story's very loose everything is like based in dms or text messages text or messages stuff like and that DMs so, shit. yeah exactly so you know no one really knows what the hell's going on but a lot of people did come out and speak out against them so i guess you know we'll be watching a little bunny ranch real close and see you know if anything else big happens with that because i mean that's some big shit going on so and you can talk all you want to talk in a text message and in the dm and even in person and even in the bedroom and even with clothes off and even with each other on top whatever it is Mm -hmm. the point of the matter is if the consent is given and then revoked mm-hmm. and you continue that's right yeah literally mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if a woman was sitting up here and you guys were genuinely consensually you asked for consent and the woman or man i don't know what you'd be doing now <laughs> um let's just say the the sexual partner hmm. mm-hmm if the sexual partner is fully engaged and fully consensual and you guys are engaging in things and all of a sudden they say you know what i might not i'm not cool with this mm-hmm. and you say no it's okay cool no i'm not cool with this that's literally them saying no mm-hmm. this is not cool stop what you're doing there is no such thing as oh come on like don't talk them into anything you can't that's literally persuasion mm-hmm and that's where you come back to right again. So it just doesn't matter. Like DMs yeah. and, and text messages, they're nothing. They're nothing. They hold no weight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's crazy. And some women have also said um, that he has an STD and he knows that he has it. And he's been having sex and raping women with like without a condom and giving them this STD. Oh and like, it, it's just a lot going on. So allegedly. I'm just saying allegedly, you know, this is all alleged. Alleged. And like I said, I'll just be keeping an eye on it. See if anything else develops from it. But 
right now, like I said, everything is in through DMs and text messages. That's how everything is kind of like showing up and coming out. So, you know, that is what it is. But that's the story. And I'll just be looking. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got. So I guess we can go into pay a dust, huh? Let's go into pay a dust. We'll be paying dust this week. Mm. What are we paying dust this week? I don't know. I don't have anything to pay dust. I do. Actually. The 99 cent store, honey. The 99 what? cent store. Okay. The 99 cent store, honey, that was bought today. Oh, We are yes. currently enjoying it right now. And it is a good honey, but getting it out of the... Um, Stick. Oh, my gosh. It's so thick. Mm. Just getting it out of the container was really... Mm. It involved two people. It involved a knife. <laughs> um, it mm. it was a process. <laughs> But overall, I'm going to play this to something simple, which is the 99 cent store, honey. Bam, boom, done. That's okay. hilarious. Oh, yeah, you say you don't have anything. I do um, not. I have two things. Oh. Um, the first thing is my fucking eye won't stop watering. It just does it 24-7. Oh, no. Mm. It doesn't stop. Mm. So when I woke up and my eye was like it was almost like it was glued shut because it was leaking in my sleep. So I like crust all my eye it was disgusting. I was like, Am I dying? Not am I dying. I but I think I just need um I need some new allergy medicine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your allergies have really been fucked. Yeah, the past couple of weeks. My allergies are really fucking with me. But yeah, it's mm-hmm. just been crying. It's not as bad as it was on Saturday. On Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's like a faucet. <laughs> I didn't understand. Baby. I was like, that's the wrong thing to be leaking, guys. Oh. Um, what's the right thing? What's the right thing? Ooh, can we get All right, let us know. What is the right thing? Can we know? Hello? Oh, oh. Hello? What? What? You're busy. Oh. I'm sorry. Can you say that a little louder? I think louder? the people can't hear you because, you know. Your pussy. Oh, okay. Mm. That's the right thing to be thinking. Wow. Your wow. pussy, if you want. Oh, okay. With the B. The P and the How B. inclusive. You know what? Um, the second thing will be definitely my depression. Been taking a toll on me for like, well, all my life. But uh, recently, it's been, I guess, like kind of harder than usual because I feel like I'm at a space where I can see where I am. And where I'm going, but I can't quite get there mm-hmm. or whatever. It's like it's like the the off but it's like the button to detonate everything is right in front of me, but I don't want to do that. I want to move forward, mm-hmm. and the button to like detonate everything except myself is further away. Mm-hmm. So that's just how I feel right now. I see you. I like how you set that up. No, it really gave me a visual. <laughs> okay, and come that's on. That's not going to help just, this going to help a lot of people. Just giving people right. a visual of what you're going through because sometimes mm-hmm. people can't put things through like. Yeah, I didn't know how to put, but that's yeah. basically, it's like being in a zombie apocalypse and you can, you can detonate everything, including yourself, but you want to save yourself. So you want the other button that kills the zombies and not you. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, I- you know. We're here for you. You already know that. I yes, know. Of course. And we love you. You already know. You already know. Mm. Uh-huh. Mm. We can see you. Yeah. Whenever you want us to. Yeah. Just call us. You know. 
Oh, we got you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, see. Shining moments. Okay. And I'm here to save the world. I'm I went to um, Orleans and York, and they were playing that on the TV. Really? Oh, when do they close? When do they close? Pretty sure they're Oh, they're probably closed. Okay, whatever. I can't get that to you after. Whatever. They usually close early. Yeah. Any shining moments today? Um, My shining moment is going to be that... Um, I'm working out again this week. I started back up, so go me. You know, I'm I'm, I'm dedicated to really stick to it this time. Mm-hmm. I usually like I keep falling off around like day fourteen, day fifteen, like around there. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to beat myself and work past that and through that. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. my exciting moment. Yeah. Um. My shining moment is I started a new job this week. Woo woo. Mm-hmm. Amen. Blessings, blessings. And I'm enjoying it so far. I'm learning everything that I need to learn. And um, I like the team that I'm going to be working with. So that is one shining moment. Um, I'm also smiling. Yeah. I'm smiling. Yes. I'm fucking smiling. Are you angry now? Or no, are you I'm no, scared. No, but I'm genuinely... <laughs> There has been some energy coming my way uh-huh. that has been wonderful. That's amazing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let's just leave it at that. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Nika? <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Isn't that very interesting? Oh, my is, gosh, you guys. That is, that's something, let's. You wanna, wanna, let's expand on that. <laughs> Can you elaborate? Let's not. Let's just keep it at I am smiling, mm-hmm. period. Right. My shiny moment will be that my daughter had oh, a birthday. Yeah. I was about to say, girl, uh, what? <laughs> Now you know damn well. Yeah, girl, but I didn't know. I thought that was an announcement. But you know damn well. (laughs) Anyways, my beautiful daughter had a birthday. Well, me and Wes is Wes and I. Yes, yes. We have a daughter. Yes. Yeah. She has been raised by a village. Mm -hmm. It takes a village. All of us. Okay. Everybody. All of us village but it was her birthday it was happy birthday jj happy, happy birthday, birthday JJ. jj we love you we mm-hmm. took her to break fast okay we showed it and we oh, broke cute. fast baby because <laughs> they only had an hour time limit at the table yep oh <laughs> so we it was breakfast and we really we were in the street fast we were, we were in the street dining you know how they had the little because <laughs> <laughs> we still can't go outside anywhere we were in the street cars were zip zap zooming zip, by zap, zooming mm. there were dogs walking by i was like yep. wow this is really what dining is like lots of white mm-hmm. people not mm-hmm. wearing masks with their dogs. It's, yeah, I'm it's sure the mm-hmm. Okay, come on, man. Happy birthday, JJ. Happy birthday, girl. Um, next, I guess we can go into Gust of Wind. So I only have two things: um, new music, and then I'm gonna stick to the topic of Wendy Williams because Window. Nika and I watched four hours of Wendy Williams on we Sunday, did. so mm-hmm. I want to dive into that because her new Lifetime movie and documentary both came out this past Sunday. Yeah. Um. Well, it came out Saturday, but we watched it on Sunday. So mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, for the new music, uh, Victor Monet came out with a new song called F U C K. 
um, friend you can keep is what it stands for. Great. It's song. very smooth. It's super vibey. Wanna be the friend you can keep. I tried to sing a little bit for you because we can't play it. Um, <laughs> not yet. But you know, working on it. Anyway. Mm. Um, I loved it. Did you guys like it? It was I a did. cute I really song. Liked I liked it. I love all of her music I genuinely, it. but it's she's she's just sexy effortlessly too. It's mm-hmm. like an effort. her melody is just so they're just too good. Beautiful. And her pen is always mm-hmm. unmatched. pen game strong. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoy that song. I really love the song. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm listening to it again. Like I said before we started recording, it's what I thought I was going to get from Jasmine Sullivan's album. And oh, I'll just say it here. She's singing just in on case, here now. Just, <laughs> Nobody, turn the mic down. Turn just the mic. in <laughs> case. <laughs> Muter. Wes wants to mute me. You see how we're silencing <laughs> black women at the table? It was necessary this time. Didn't it was Solange the make... Mute, the mute was necessary this time, bro. Didn't Solange make a seat at the table and then you're going to mute my mic? I think she took your chair away. While I have my seat at the table. Okay. You're she gonna took your chair away. Yeah, your chair's gone. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes. It's what I thought I was going to get from Jasmine Sullivan's album. If y'all were wondering or I thought I was being a little nobody harsh asked. on her. <laughs> Literally nobody you asked. Know, um, there were quite a few viewers who did think that you were being quite harsh, I want to say. Yes, and I was Get not, into her ass, too. I was not yep. trying to be Bully harsh. her. Bullying works. I was not. It really doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. That does not work with me. But, um, you know, I wasn't trying to, you know, be harsh or mean to the woman. It's just I want it more. And I think if you listen to this F.U.C.K. song, then maybe you'll understand the direction that I thought Jasmine's um, album was going to be in and like what it was going to sound like. Mm, I thought it was going to sound wanna, like this be song. Yes. Okay, well, that was your opinion. Wow. Of course, just like how you shared yours. Wow. It's just so terribly not correct. It is correct. Policing. It's correct because it's her opinion. Uh, Did you hear that? He's policing. (laughs) Policing. (laughs) (laughs) No. I can't. I can't. Um, What did T.I. say? Oh, let's not. Let's not even go back. But you're doing it. You are dismantling. You're dismantling the mechanism that black women have created. Okay, cut the camera. You're being very egregious. Uh, Egregious. Cut the cameras on Ti. But yes, that is Victoria Monet's new song F U C K um, F dot U dot C dot K. Just in case you want to like look it up. Fuck. Oh, there you, have it. There you huh? go. You know, I was trying to keep it cute. No. But Nika said, take it out the closet. Uh-huh. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, next on the gust of wind, I want to dive into Wendy Williams. Um, Nika and I, like I said, sat and watched the Wendy Williams Lifetime movie and documentary, and we have so much to discuss. Yes. So just to get started, um, I want to give a little background on me and Wendy. You know, we've had our own personal oh. relationship. Okay, in your head. In my head, right. We we don't know each other whatsoever. Okay. But I've had ups and downs with Wendy and what she said but at the end of the day. And now that I've gotten older and really recognize Wendy Williams for who she is, mm-hmm. she's a black woman on daytime television with her own show, only starring her, has only ever had her, never had any guests or anything like that. And she's been holding mm-hmm. it down on one network. Yep. And I can just be, you know, I can celebrate that. 
I may not agree with some of the things she says, but I celebrate her as a businesswoman overall. Yeah. And that helps me dive into the fact that Wendy always kept a job. Um, mm-hmm. Always kept always a, kept a job. job. She mm-hmm. did mention in both the movie and documentary that she's never been unemployed for more than two weeks in her whole adult life. That's like, crazy. what the fuck? It's insane. I yeah, don't that's know. wild. But you know what was so funny? And Nika and I both talked about this. How um, older people want you to pound the pavement and get on the look for a job. You need to go in there. You need to dress the part, do the part, be the part. And that Mm -hmm. was back in the day whenever you could do that. Mm -hmm. And in one of the jobs that Wendy did get at a radio station, she was, um, her inspiration was Carol Ford, obviously. And she went into the station where Carol Ford worked Mm -hmm. and sat in the lobby every single day day newspaper Mm -hmm. in hand newspaper in hand reading and reading the national Enquirer, a whole bunch of celebrity gossip news and whatnot Mm -hmm. and waited till carol for his um manager came out one day and finally met with her and was like carol is gone for Mm -hmm. the day can't make it can you feel into the in the spot like Mm -hmm. literally came to her in the lobby that's crazy well came to her in the lobby and was like can you fill the spot and that's how wendy got a job at that major radio station it was like whoa you really could pound the pavement Mm -hmm. and yeah you really could back in the day i mean you can't do that shit now don't try to turn turn around yeah like um, they got security you can't you can't sit in here all day you have to fucking leave you're loitering loitering. they won't even let you in the lobby (laughs) no you won't even get to the lobby to be honest yeah no Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i thought it was so cool and interesting and funny because she really has been a working woman um, all her life. And next, I'm going to talk about something that she struggled with in her childhood, which was her weight. Um, Her family had a lot. And Wendy was not an obese child in any manner. Um, But her family always made a comment because she was the biggest one of her family. She was one of three siblings. Mm -hmm. And then it was her mother and her father, both in the same household. Um, And her mom and dad always had comments about her weight. Her dad told her that she would be prettier. If she would just lose some weight. She had a pretty mm-hmm. face, but she needs to lose some weight. Her mother would be like, Wendy, I just bought you this, and now you've outgrown it. And what are you eating, and what are you doing? And here's your... Put her on a diet. Put her on a diet. Tuna, tuna fish? Salad. Yeah, tuna fish and mustard. sandwich with mustard. Okay. That was it. That was, all that was her diet. She could eat. Uh, tuna fish and mustard. Mm-hmm. How okay. disgusting. Well, I like me a little tuna, so I'm not going to comment on the disgusting part, but yeah, that's disgusting. very um disgusting. Mm-hmm. That's very, yeah, disgusting. it is to put your child on a diet. And, and that was on one of what many. What the hell? What the hell? One of many that she put her on. Mean? That's just restrictions. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the nutritional um, values in that, but it's okay. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And it was crazy because she really, you kind of see how it affected her in her adult life whenever it came to. Um, going into her coke addiction, which we'll talk about later, obviously, mm-hmm. when she said that she liked coke because it kept her up. Um, she had late shifts at the radio and mm-hmm. it kept her skinny. Like she lost a lot of weight doing coke. Because it suppressed said, her appetite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she was just into it. That was her thing. Um, but that was one point that I wanted to also talk about. Uh, another thing was how, oh, bam. Okay. Why well, had coke addiction on there? So bam, boom, struggle with coke. Mm-hmm. Also, um, this is just a trigger warning. And early in um, Wendy's career, so if just trigger warning for anyone who's dealt with any sexual abuse, anything like that, we're about to dive into that right now. Um, she was date raped early on in her career as a radio personality by a guest, actually. 
um, my guest came to the studio. She interviewed him and then asked her, hey, want to go out? And she said, yeah, sure. Took her out for a dinner, came back to his hotel room so that they can get, they can get changed for a party. Mm-hmm. And then in the hotel room, he did, he date raped her. Um, and it it was so powerful to me because she said in the movie that that time was the last time that she was going to let someone silence her mm-hmm. in a place where she felt like she could not use her voice. And as we've seen, Wendy is not afraid to talk about any or everything. No. Mm-hmm. But that was the one time where she was quiet, where she said, I know that I cannot let anyone silence me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever she talks about it, it's like she talks about it in a way where she um, wasn't emotional because she has kind of gotten over that hump of being emotional, but it still does affect her because she realizes a part of the reason of what she's doing now, why she is always open and honest and says what she wants to say about mm-hmm. anybody is because of the moment. It kind of brings her back to that moment of being like, there was one time where I let someone silence me mm-hmm. and I'll mm-hmm. never do it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also wanted to plug some information in here right now from um, Rain. Rain is the Rape, Abuse, and Incest National Network. Um, Rain is the, nas- the nation's largest anti-sexual violence organization, and Rain was created and, and operates the National Sex- Sexual Assault Hotline. Um, the hotline is 800-656-HOPE. And you can also go to um, visit them online at rain.org. Um, they're in partnership with more than 1,000 local sexual assault service providers, um, providers across the country and operate um, the DOD safe helpline for the Department of Defense. Um, RAIN also carries out programs to prevent sexual violence, help survivors, and ensure that perpetrators are brought to justice. Um, and with Beautiful. that, I want to move to how she was the only woman in radio stations that they hated to love. They hated mm-hmm. her because she always mm-hmm. got them in trouble, whether it was with artists. There was this particular scene in the movie where Wendy had talked about Total and basically called them broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Total rolled up to the radio station. Ready to whoop her whoop some ass. Um, thankfully, her... Um, husband at the time kelvin was there to save her Mm -hmm. um we'll get into him later but radio stations always found it to be risky hiring wendy but they knew they needed her because she would boost ratings people would literally go and flock to the radio Mm -hmm. to hear her she was talking about how she once moved from new york after she got fired um and they basically told her they they didn't fire her. What did they say? They should they said that they they didn't want her on the radio anymore. They wanted to suspend her. Yeah, but, but she wasn't having it. But she wasn't having. And it. And then the lady was like, "Well, you need to remember like your contract." She was like, "Oh, for sure." And her contract was <laughs> she couldn't work for any radio station whatsoever in New York City. So Wendy went to Philly mm-hmm. and got a job in Philly working for their radio station in which she and boosted them and up. boosted them. They were number 15 and they went to number one with Wendy by their side and they had mm-hmm. and dealt with a lot of shit. And Wendy said she dealt with a lot of shit from them too, mm-hmm. just with having to be policed at the station, yeah, telling her what she can and can't say. Um, what she should and should not do, but yet you see your ratings climbing and you know it's because of me. What the fuck is wrong with you? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just want to bring up that she was that as well. Um, and I wanted to bring up a little a situation where um, Wendy talked about how she had trouble conceiving while she was basically trying to get pregnant with her husband, Calvin. She had, I think, three... Trigger warning. Yes, trigger warning. Yes, trigger she had warning. three miscarriages. 
Um, at least what she showed to us on TV was three. I'm not sure how many she may have had in life, but I think I saw mm. it, was, it was either three or four. And um, both two of them were five-month miscarriages. So it was mm-hmm. very traumatizing for her to deal with the fact that she married a man who she genuinely did love and wanted to provide him with a baby and wanted to have a baby for her own self and wanted to have a family. And it seemed like time after time after time after time, it was always a block. It was something going on there. Mm-hmm. She thought it was something wrong with her. And she felt like she couldn't fully fulfill her dreams of being a mother. But she finally was able to do that with her son, Kevin, which she has now, which was her only son. Mm-hmm. Um, and she talked about in the movie how it had a real big effect on her because she felt like she wasn't worthy of her title as like a woman if she could not bear a child and a lot Mm -hmm. of women do feel that way Mm -hmm. um and i just wanted to put that out there because people often see wendy as like oh she's a monster oh she's a bitch oh she's this this and that and i'm like yeah but you don't really know her yeah you see what her job is and you see what she does but you don't know who she is as a woman neither do i but Mm -hmm. this definitely gave me some insight into just how much she did have to struggle with certain things. Um, and I also wanted to plug in information here on the M&A hotline. Um, they are a group of pro-choice doctors with years of experience in caring for miscarriages and abortions. Um, they freely give their time to you. So you do not, it does not call, cost at all to talk to them. You can just call them um, at one 246 2632. Um, the hotline is available um, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. in all continental U.S. time zones, and they'll respond to you within an hour. Um, they're not asking for any of your confidential information, your name, nothing. If you just want someone to talk to, they will be there for you. So if you're a woman going through or dealing with something in that nature, don't be afraid to reach out to them and get your help that you need. They mm-hmm. also offer you and connect you to therapists as well, just in case, for free, all free. Um, and lastly, I want to bring up her marital status, which was a really big theme in the movie. Uh, in the movie and documentary, her husband was very controlling. Uh, yes. A serial cheater. <laughs> and from the jump, I mean, whenever I say serial cheater, I mean, she cheat. That's usually cheat how it goes. Down. They start in the beginning. Cheating down. Like, finally, Wendy has this miracle baby that they've both been waiting for. And like two months in, she catches him in a room on a phone with a chick talking about, I send you some money. Mm-hmm. Two months mm-hmm. after she just gave birth to this beautiful baby boy. Mm-hmm. And Wendy went in there and she was like, who are you talking to? Who is that? And he was like, Oh, it's this girl I was messing with. And yada, yada. he basically like, you know, told her what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of stunned. And then she was like, this does not need to happen again like we've got a a good thing going here Mm -hmm. i am on the radio i'm getting my shit together like i've got i am me i've got me and i've got us and i we've built this family there's no reason why you want to break this down right now she wasn't leaving him for that Mm -hmm. but then he kept on doing it yep that's how and doing it 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 they do it from the beginning so that you don't know any norm outside of that and mm-hmm. if they're just telling you straight to your face, they're not keeping it a secret. I mean, what the hell do you do then? Right. Yep. <laughs> and it's almost like, are you going to do something about it? Right. What are you going to do no, about right? it? They know you're not going to do anything about it. That's why they're just going to tell you to your damn face. Yep. That's how that goes. Oh, my goodness. What was that? That makes me think of that line that um, mm-hmm. oh, I have to think about what it was. But it was a line that 
Tony Braxton is on the on the Braxton family values, and she was talking about like one thing that her mother taught her, mm-hmm. and it was basically saying if you know that man is cheating, and you're not gonna do nothing about it, then let him cheat in peace. Don't even mm-hmm. approach him if you're not gonna do anything about it, because at the end of the day, whenever you whenever he finds out that you know and you take it, you become the other woman. It's no longer. Mm-hmm you being the main or what you may have put in Mm -hmm. your head on who you are. Once he knows you're going to tolerate it and you're not going to do anything about it, you then become that other woman that you so speak of. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, you think you're this, you think you're special. No, you're not. Mm -hmm. The moment you let this man play in your face, (laughs) the moment you let this man play in your face like this and are not going to do anything about it, if you have no intention on doing anything about it, then just let him cheat in peace. Don't even bring it up. What's the point? what you gonna do that's all that shit is just so ill like i i mean i totally understand and i get that but it's just so crazy how like women are i mean i can only speak from a black woman's perspective Mm -hmm. i mean you know i'm a black woman thank god but okay that's a great perspective to have (laughs) right you know what i'm saying but it's like damn it sucks that always in love and like relations in relationships we're always dared like, mm-hmm. what are you going to do about it? What you going to do? Are you going to do something? If you're not going to do nothing, then shut the fuck up. And it's like, well, I guess I will shut my ass up because I'm not going to do anything. Because I know if I go somewhere else, it's the next person might be the same thing. Mm-hmm. Or I feel so tied up in what we have here and blah, 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 blah. And that's just so crazy. Like, why do we always have to be dared and, like, tested and shit? That's whack. It's almost That's like it's whack. like you want to. It's it's like a game. Like you yeah, want to see like how far you can go. I'm telling y'all, go listen to that dissect season of Lemonade because you oh. that ooh, ooh. you will feel it. You will feel it. Now I kind of want to go listen to it, girl. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, I wanted to end on that. I guess just him being a CEO cheater on mm-hmm. Wendy. Um, and him being very controlling I do want to also say that he was very controlling of her career he was her manager yeah her husband and her manager so there were a lot of opportunities that passed her by that she wasn't able to do in the time that it would have been primed to do it simply because he was blocking her blessings being very like we're not doing this until we get this and she's Mm -hmm. like but why would you why would you do that no mm -mm." and just telling her what she could and couldn't do which is crazy because, like, as my manager, you should want me to have as many opportunities as possible because right. I'm just bringing in more money for you. But when you're selfish, <laughs> oh, my goodness. I didn't even bring this up. Why would I not bring this up? This is so terrible. Okay, so obviously y'all know that Wendy Williams is now divorced. But the 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 woman who her husband, Sharina Hudson, was the woman um, who her husband was cheating on her with. He had been cheating on Wendy with for 10 plus years, right? Like, mm-hmm. And Wendy had knowledge of the girl mm-hmm. early on in the game. And whenever he got her pregnant and whatnot, <laughs> he got her pregnant, but he also moved her into a house in their same yeah. neighborhood, literally nine, nine miles. miles away from each other. What the fuck? Yeah, are you nuts? Like, if I drive ten minutes, I might see this bitch. Are you crazy? The bitch drove past her house. I don't want a car, bitch. I don't want no young girl, but still, you know, she drove <laughs> past her house. Yeah. And, was and Wendy pictures. saw her and was taking pictures of the house. Like, mm-hmm. so Wendy went over there and she uh-huh. got her spray paint and her super glue and she super glued the the mail. Yeah, box she super glued the mail. 
books and like <laughs> graffiti the garage and was like Wendy and Kevin forever and she said because it really still is forever like we got to get it together but mm-hmm. now they do too it's just yeah. not Wendy's problem no more because she said baby I'm done with that man right, and, right. And, but that's wild the audacity we always say it niggas will have the audacity that's what I'm saying you always getting dared Mm. what you gonna do about what? it yep what? you know you know i've been messing with this woman for 10 plus years and guess what now she lived down the street and you, you know what you gonna do about money. it it's all with your money like, yeah <laughs> and it's all with your money your how, money how infuriating is that even more so what the fuck uh, this is my money you want to really uh-huh. do this right now yeah no ew uh-huh. over it and i'm ending on that boom <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> um so under our umbrella Yes, let's get into it. Mm-hmm. You said that um, you're going to play mm-hmm. the thing. So this week's Under Our Umbrella, let me just, you know, what a tet tet. Well, Nika, do you want to? Because technically this was your Under Our Umbrella video that got posted this week. So do you want to go ahead and read that for us? Um, We're talking about dating, guys. Mm-hmm. We're, we have clips that we each sent um, basically saying what dating means to us like what is our definition of it how do we define dating mm-hmm. and Wes is gonna play that for us mm-hmm. we yeah. also haven't heard any oh yeah so we haven't is, heard this, this is gonna be, be our, our first, first time, time hearing what all of us define dating as so this should be interesting yeah and i believe we have responses from listeners as we well, do right? as well so. so we'll bring all of those out in a second exciting so for this first clip we're gonna go ahead and play hmm. just pick a button anybody Ooh, i know pick a button anybody we're gonna play my clip for what I think dating is. Mm, toxic masculinity? Okay. See? <laughs> camera. What is dating to me? Dating to me is going out on dates, period. Um, I don't think that it constitutes any exclusivity whatsoever. Um, I simply just think it is your time to play the field and see who best suits you um that is dating to me just simply going out on dates if we've been on our dates then we've dated bam come on bam (laughs) next i'm going to play nika's definition of what dating is to her dating to me means that i'm single and the person or persons that i'm seeing are also single and we're just getting to know each other to see if we want to take it to the next level. That was Nika's definition like of dating. And now, Frenchie's definition of dating. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all. Frenchie here. And I guess I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all like my definition of dating. So, to me, there's like different forms of dating. I feel like in the beginning... You're at that stage of just like casual dating where you're able to like um, go off and, you know, date as many people as you would like, have as many like love and romantic interests or whatever as you want. You know what I'm saying? You can go ahead and do whatever you want during that time because it's casual. But then I feel like after that, there comes like the other form of dating, which is like exclusive dating. And to me, that's when, you know, you pretty much cut off 
all the like excess extra people and you're kind of just focused on that one person you know you just want that one person around you that one person by your side and you guys are just dating each other only and you guys are just working on building you know some sort of foundation and then from there I think that's when you go into you know deciding if you want to be an actual relationship with that person or not but to me that's what dating is um and yeah all right and those were all of our definitions of dating that was really interesting cute <laughs> cute cute um i also want to put... i like how i'm the only one who had two different forms yeah of it. you did well i didn't want mine to be long <laughs> because because <laughs> Wes said mm-hmm. make it like 15 or 30 seconds and i did have a longer one at first and mine was basically similar to what you said um, but mm-hmm. i deleted it because i was like damn bitch maybe that's too long mm. <laughs> but i just feel like dating is not that deep so i don't even have like yeah yeah a definition like dating is it's fun. It's fun time. I think yeah, people make fun. dating too serious. Like, it's it's yeah. a fun time, but it's I also time. will. Yeah, dating to me, y'all heard it already. Anyway, I want to. If you've been on a date with Wes, you're then dating. We dated. Dated. We then dated. we dated. I'm. And I don't mean like just one date. Like if we've been on a series of dates, like I'm talked to a guy and we've gone on three to four dates, mm-hmm. then we've been dating, like dating each other. You know, mm-hmm. and I may have gone on. Or other dates you don't know before because I'm dating around trying to find something mm. that's going on. But yeah, once I find that something, baby, I'd be cut, 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 cut. Yeah, I'm quick snip, to cut. Snip, I'm ho. quick to cut. Snip, snip. Um, um, one of our listeners um, said dating is just that. This is our listener, Aaliyah, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, Dating is just that. Trying to keep track of dates from when you met until now. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm, okay. Dating. Um, <laughs> right. Yes. And then another listener said, "Going on dates. Period. Outside before 10 p.m. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's it. Before we need 10 specifications. Wow, Let me know if you go. If we out after 10, we're not dating. We're fucking. I'm being a slut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Once it hits 10:01, I'm looking like so what's that? White man's whore. I can't. I'm not turning into that, Lord. No, 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 no. So, with all of that, what do you guys think, huh? Do you like everybody's definition? What do you agree with? Disagree with? Hmm. I mean, I kind of, I kind of agree with it all. Mm-hmm. I like how we're kind of all on the same page of things. Really, it seems like we kind of have the same common consensus of. I mean. If we're dating, we're just going out on dates. Because I'm nothing, saying, <laughs> It's nothing like, you know, um, set in stone or like exclusive to just me and you. It's me, you, and Joe from down the street Ooh. and whoever else. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff with a whole bunch of people if I so choose to do so. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's kind of cool. Because I'm about to shake the table right now. Are you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's shake so it. So now that we have that on dating, this is going to be interesting. Ooh, okay, I'm going to say it. Mm. Oh my god. Please. Are you stirring? Talking. There's no such thing. <laughs> People getting really to know you. Talking. A, you know what? I'm going to tell you. The difference between dating and talking. Though. When are you talking? When are you dating? Is there a such thing as talking? Give it to me. Give it everything. I'm going to tell you. Tell okay. me. Okay. Talking 
is the space from when you literally started to speak words to this person and tell them, hey, I think you're cute or I like you or whatever. Let's go on a date. Y'all exchange numbers or whatever. And y'all are just texting. But y'all have yet to do any like outside activity. Like y'all haven't met up to go and do shit. Y'all have just kept it strictly to just like text messages and phone calls and FaceTimes and shit. Then y'all just talk. You talking. Well, what about the virtual bays who people got out there? You know, the long distance virtual bays. Well, that's different. People be like, oh, yeah, we met on here and we texted and we talked, but we don't. Mm. Well, that's different because, I mean, we're living in different times now, mm-hmm. you know, so that's that's different. If you can't if you literally can't go and see someone because, I mean, it's COVID right now. That's true. That's, that's totally different. Like you can be dating someone virtually across the world right now if you want to. But Lebanon, you know, why not? Why not? Do what you want. So mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to me, I would say that's what talking is like. If you have yet to do any kind of like activity <laughs> besides talking to each other and calling each other on the phone, then y'all are not dating. Like mm. y'all aren't doing really y'all really aren't doing shit. So y'all just talking. Yeah. Why not? Mm. I talk to y'all all day. You shall do. So, so we talk back, baby. And I feel like that's really no different. It's just, okay, this other person, you just know you like them or that they like you or whatever the fuck. Well, y'all just haven't done anything until action is taken. We're not dating. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Have either of you come into contact with people who maybe didn't share your same ideal of what dating is? Yeah. Yeah. And how did that affect the, not, well, I mean, clearly, if they didn't share the same idea, then, ooh. Right. Didn't, it didn't work out, but what, but how did you feel in the moment whenever you were really discussing with them, like, what? Were you confused? Were they confused? Was it just all confusing? I don't be confused. <laughs> <laughs> right. That'd be them. I don't know. I think it was just like, it was just a super huge misunderstanding because to me, like I said, to me, there's different forms of dating. Mm-hmm. So to me, I knew that I had cut everybody off and I was only focused on just this one person. But I hadn't communicated that shit to them. Mm -hmm. So they didn't know that's what the hell I was doing. So to me, in my head, we're exclusively dating. And it's only me and them. So when I found out it was me, them, and Susie. And I was like, hold on. My name is Susie. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hold on. What? Like, I thought it was just me and you. And we had to have, like, a whole conversation about that. Like, okay, well, we never really spoke about that. Mm -hmm. And we never really talked about what different, like, what our definitions of the shit is so it was just like a super huge misunderstanding that was going on and we didn't even know until that moment Mm -hmm. but of of course i was hurt because to me our relationship was like more advanced than it was for him so Mm -hmm. yes it hurt and you felt the energy like at the end of that people also use that as like a as a as a thing where i didn't feel like i needed to say something because literally right it felt we're we're with each other all the time like we do things all the time and i just didn't feel like i Mm -hmm. need to say like Mm -hmm. did you not read that and they'd be like right no No, i didn't (laughs) (laughs) you'd be like what (laughs) how do you not know i love you and they're like Uh, you you never said anything did you say something about it Mm. How yeah. so, I can't read your mind. Come mm-hmm. on. It's like one of those things that I was reading the other day. And um, actually, was I reading something? No, I think it might have been a TikTok. It had words on the TikTok, though. So I was reading. You were. And it was like, oh, um, you know, even even though I know I'm like super in love with him or like I really like him or something like that, I'm still going to, 
you know, talk to him about who he's dating and all these kinds of things. And I'm like, why the fuck would you do that? Why would you literally sit up in someone's face who you truly have feelings for in some kind of way and be like, but I'm not going to say it, but I'm going to talk to you and hurt myself in the process of talking to you about these other things. Like, why not? You should let them know. Mm -hmm. That's going to make it better for you and them. But, you know, it's kind of like the same thing where you're at when you are dating someone, you still have to communicate that. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? How you feel, Nika? What was the question again? <laughs> how were you feeling in the moment that someone had a different idea right, of what right, dating right, was right. than you mm-hmm. did? Right, 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 right. What was your plan of action? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I feel like I really needed to bring them down a couple of notches <laughs> because <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm dead. You brought down a bit, nigga. No, but mm. seriously, because people will take it to the extreme, like. I had some guy literally talk about proposing to me and it's been, it was a week. Oh. Oh. Well, you know. No, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes. This is not married at first sight. in love, you know? They'd be like, oh my God, I met you this week. Oh my God, next month we married. No, no. Sometimes that's insane. No. Sometimes that shit do be happening. But Nika said, not over here. (laughs) No. Not with this Virgo energy. (laughs) No. No, not in the sense that it was, because if you truly like saying that you love somebody or, hey, I really, really like you. Or I really, really love you. And, you know, I really want to like dive into this like right right now, right away. Mm-hmm. You are not going to be talking about your ex. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Exactly. Ew. Oh, exactly. Ew. That's what I thought. Guys. You know what I hate? Oh, <laughs> I hate I hate. Because I won't talk about an ex whenever I'm talking to, uh, mm-hmm. talking to, <laughs> whenever I am genuinely trying to foster connection uh-huh. with someone else, someone new, I won't ever address nor talk about because my ex. Because for what? Unless they mm-hmm. ask. Yeah. And yeah. even whenever they do, they, even whenever they do ask, I'm very vague because I don't feel yeah. like it's important information to you. Right. Like yeah. it's not what you, they'd be like, oh, so what, so what happened? Just, you know, things it didn't work out. It didn't work out. But like, you don't need to know the whole story. You I really mean, don't. And if someone wants to tell you their full story, that's fine. But please don't make that, that, don't let them make you feel like because they told their whole story. Well, you know, I said this, I said this, you ain't going to tell me that. And no, 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 that was your choice. I don't feel comfortable uh-huh. doing that. Why do you need to know in the first place? Why is it your business, right. Naye? I'm, uh-huh. we're dating, right? Me and you. <gasps> you should just be worried about We are dating, yeah. not me and whoever the fuck I was dating in the past. Exactly. That's like the same thing with the whole when people ask you what's your body count like why do you yeah, care why you does it matter Ten thousand, nigga now what yeah well, you should <laughs> just be worried about being now or next right right, right. <laughs> that's like don't ask me what my body count is what do you think this is yeah like who cares just worry about the situation that right. you're in right now are you okay you. like are you good health wise have you been tested right. do you mm-hmm. have anything that you want to share with me these are the important like, questions these are the questions <laughs> that you should be asking before you engage in sexual activity but don't ask so how many bodies you got on your ass huh Excuse what me? a lot i don't know the hell? a thousand right, right. you a thousand now what yeah. are we just a game are we beating each other or something right right i could go further i could go further <laughs> <laughs> i could ask some more to the list if you want me to i'm dead like it's not that deep like mm-hmm. whatever yeah. you think this is you know i'm thankful that i've never actually gotten asked that question like well, <gasps> I, I mean in that question i mean like i've never gotten asked about an ex <laughs> 
Oh, oh skipping backwards. It's a thing. I've never gotten asked about oh exes God, or anything like that. The only times. time. Well, aren't you lucky? The only no. time that an ex comes up with me and like someone that I'm dating or in a relationship with is like for a funny anecdote. Mm. Like, oh, you know, what's so funny. Like, mm, this guy that I used to date, like I realized once that like he wouldn't put lotion like behind his arm or something like that. You know, like every time he would put lotion on, it would just be like straight. You have one half Bloop. of a hell of a half of, a, you of know? an ashy arm. You know, like he used to have half, half, a hash, half an ashy arm. <laughs> it's hard to say. It's hard That's to an awfully hot coffee pot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I've done, I've dealt with the asking about exes. I feel like it's because the gay community, especially in Los Angeles, California, is so small that mm-hmm. everyone wants to be in everybody's business. And frankly, I don't want to. So, Mm-mm. but it's been a thing that, and I never ask about anyone's exes. People always volunteer their shit to me. Like, mm-hmm. people really be like, yeah, I was here. I dated someone. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, okay, okay. I didn't ask that. All right. Do you, like, it's, it's not like, do you know them? Do you know them? Do you know them? Even if I did, oh would it matter? God. Like, right. So? Does it really <laughs> matter to you? Are you going to, like, um, just shaking your boots if we're in the same room together? Because 10 times out of 10, if we're going somewhere, like to a gay club, you're going to run into them. We're going to run into someone who someone has either fucked nor dated. Like, it's happened. Or dated. So, it, okay, listen. It's happened. It's happened. Mm-hmm. But is it your business? No. no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, stop feeling like you're entitled to no. The only reason, the only time I want to know if you fucked with someone and I'm in the same room as them is if everyone else around me is kicking about that shit. Like, Mm -hmm. if we are at a social setting and I come with you and that person is also there and all your friends and Mm -hmm. and whatnot are like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Chitta gossiping and shit. And I'm feeling like bozo the clown because i'm totally out the loop and i'm like what's funny ha 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 yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and then finally you tell me later on oh yeah someone's what let the nigga know that before he (laughs) enters the room i just want to be prepared Mm -hmm. like yeah and they're like well what what was that gonna do make you mad no no, no. prepared (laughs) right literally i wouldn't be out the loop it would have made me so that when i walked in the room and people were snickering I didn't have to wonder what the fuck they were talking right. about or snickering or laughing at, but I know mm-hmm. they directing that energy towards me, and I don't know what's going on, so I'm confused. Right, like, right. You know, you Whenever me and so and so are chopping it up, mm-hmm. and I'm having no clue that y'all D- fuck, you know, mm-hmm. and everybody, <laughs> right? It's so funny. <laughs> I feel weird, like because mm-hmm. I'd be like, Ew. you know, I would let you know. Yeah. Just do me a favor and let mm-hmm. me know that. I right. wish somebody would do that to me. Have we talked about that before on the show? No. I don't really remember, but. Okay, yeah. But I would just... Mm-mm. That's literally the only time that I want to know really about, like, who you've fucked or, you know, dated or whatever. You know, was in a relationship with whatever the whatever hell. It was. Whatever, whatever it was. was. Y'all went to the store together. You know? <laughs> that <laughs> Got a little is, frisky in the parking lot. That I is just the know. only time that I want to know about people before me. That's it. Because I need to be prepared. I can't walk into a space not knowing that, you know, that you and this other person have done stuff. 
And I'm just walking in like boo boo the food, talking to him and shit, right. following him. Right. Let, let me get your Instagram real quick. Oh, you okay. was gonna follow each other. You gonna be you so cool. Trap whole you time. Know? You and your mind know. Damn, I did. I should say something, but now you feel too embarrassed to say something because you uh-huh. all we in the moment. Right now we all chummy and buddies, and I don't even know that you didn't had your your dick relations. You know, ten feet down in this person. Right. Like Ooh, ten feet. Wow. Jesus Christ. What you doing? <laughs> I'm just saying. What you dealing with over there, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> a lot, but I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, you know. that's beautiful. Yeah. Wow, it is pretty beautiful. Okay. <laughs> oh, you getting choked up? Um, me? Well, she, uh, you what? know, are you? You? Me? I don't know. That seems like something that you would choke up on. <laughs> Ten feet deep. <laughs> I can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, does anyone have anything else to add to this topic? <laughs> Any questions? Um, no, sir. Mm-mm. Not from you. I don't think so. Well, you know. Oh, wait. Oh, I come do, on. actually. Go ahead. Go on. Ask it. Have y'all, like, ever been on a date and people just ask you, like, hella questions? Like, it seems like they have, like, a form. You know how people are like, oh, when you go on a date with the person, you need to ask them, so what's your relationship like with your mother? How is it with your oh, father? Oh, they have a list what's ready. What's your you career know what? like? What's your goals in life? Ten years from now, where do you see yourself? I don't know, bitch. I've known you for ten minutes. Why do, why do you need to know that? But, you know, have you ever been in that kind of situation? If you guys want to know. Mm. I thoroughly enjoy being asked questions. So mm-hmm. don't be afraid to ask the hard questions, huh? Mm. Let's keep it hot and spicy, you know? Let's not keep it bland. You know, I don't want to know <laughs> what's your age, what's your sign, where do you shop? You know, I don't want any of that. Give me the hard stuff in the beginning. Like, I want to know about your mama and your daddy and your grandma and your sister and your brother and traumas. You know, anything you want to share. I'm here for it. I preferably prefer, I preferably like that in the beginning only because you don't know the person. Mm -hmm. The person doesn't know you. And they're at their ability to be the most honest with you about something Mm -hmm. because it's like, we don't really have a connection yet, so I don't feel any obligation to want to hide something from you because mm-hmm. I don't really care about how you feel because we don't have that. So I feel like that's often when people feel most feel like they need to be the most truthful in the beginning. Okay. And then motherfuckers start hiding shit once y'all get all yeah, lovey-dovey, do. and it's like... Uh, yeah, I already know uh, I'm Inspector uh, mm-hmm. Gadget, so that don't work over here. Right. Okay, listen. <laughs> and I'll and I'll know all your shit and not say a word to you and be That's so calm. I am cold, collected and in controlled in front of your face. Like I'd be good. Like mm. it'd be months to go by and because... then all of a sudden, oh what what huh? Mm-hmm. You knew that? Yeah, I knew that, nigga. What? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You didn't know I knew that. Yeah. My favorite thing to do is I'll bring it up in conversation, just like very vaguely. Oh my god! You know what's so funny? I would really like to go swimming today. And they like, you want to go swimming today? You like, yeah, like swimming. Maybe like the beach. Maybe, maybe we'll get like some uh, some pizza and like some salad, <laughs> breadsticks. You know? And they like, yeah, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Whole time I already know that you didn't had a conversation with some bitch in your phone talking about how y'all want to go to the beach and get some pizza, breadsticks, and some salad <laughs> and shit. We- I already know it. <laughs> so funny how we both want to do the same things, huh? Mm-hmm. That's my favorite way to do it. And the next thing you know, you know, shit be deleted, gone. <laughs> it's like I've already seen it, but you know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, 
That was me. I mean, Nika, have you ever experienced that? <laughs> mm. Um, nobody really. Well, I. Mm. Mm. <laughs> right. Oh. Well, because I don't know how to say. It. I guess people are pretty open with me for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. They always say like I'm easy to talk to. I don't know why or anything. I mean, I know I'm, I know I can just sit and like listen to people talk for hours because I like, I'm genuinely interested. And if I'm interested in what you have to say, then I'm going to sit and listen and you're going to be like, Oh my God, I'm talking about this. I'm like, no, go ahead. Like I literally, I'm sitting here listening and I'm taking it all in. Mm -hmm. So I guess it's just different for me because those conversations always happen for me. Because of me being so open to different discussions, like we, like I'll talk about anything with you. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> so, I guess I'm just really open with people and things. Like if you ask me something, I'm gonna be open and like talk. I'm not gonna be all timid and shy about it. Like I will for a little bit mm-hmm. if it makes me uncomfortable, but I'll talk about it even if it's a hard conversation because. I don't mind sharing things sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, most of the time my conversations are usually like, it just flows naturally. There's not really any questions or anything. It's just like, we just Mm -hmm. start talking. I mean, I guess it's similar to when I'm talking to you guys, Mm -hmm. the conversation just flows. Yeah. It just flows. It's not, it's not any, it's not anything crazy or anything. Mm -hmm. It's just like, like we talking about dick right now, okay? <laughs> and then we gonna talk about the fucking butterflies, uh-huh. and then we gonna talk about Gerald. Come on, the turtle, my baby. Mm-hmm. And then we gonna talk about the lady who fell across the street. Yeah, we're just gonna <sighs> talk, <laughs> and we can talk for hours. Like I don't, I don't care. But mm-hmm. yeah, people have asked me questions like, like, with like they're interviewing me before, and I'd be like. Mm-hmm. Calm down. It, like it's it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay, mm-hmm. baby. We gonna get to it. Like, you can take your time. Like we just got here. Mm-hmm. We only on the appetizer. We oh, <laughs> like and the appetizer is so good. Ooh. So good. Little Thank spinach you. dip. Mm, avocado okay. egg rolls. Oh my god! Yeah. The only good thing from there. Oh my god. That's literally the only good thing from Cheesecake Factory. Okay. Do you have any experiences? I have. I do not because I think, like I've said before on this show, I haven't really gone on dates before. Like, yep, I've that too. I haven't really gone on dates. I've but in the talking, yeah, yeah. Like I've never like gone on a date. Like you know, it's actually intentional. Like, hey, I want to take you out on a date. You know, blah blah blah. blah. The one, like the only one time where someone's actually said to me, like, hey, I want to take you out on a date. And then we went out. It was the worst experience of my fucking life. Oh my As God. Y'all know, I remember that. That shit was fucking. <laughs> we As y'all know. about that one Same. episode. Oh my yeah, God. we talked about that. Okay. As y'all know, it was the man who ate off my plate yep. <sighs> and ate all my food and his food and only talked about himself on the date and tried to argue with me about J. Cole on oh, the way home. you know. <sighs> it was a mess. Exhausting. Yeah. yeah he, and so yeah, in that in that experience where someone actually was like, Let me take you on a date and we actually went out. 
yeah, the conversation was not geared towards me at all. I didn't have that experience, so I'll just say no. But I do think it is like a little weird. Like, why are you grilling me? <laughs> yeah. Like right now, like some questions are cool, but I think when people get like super super deep with it, or you know, are trying to be deep with their questions, I think yeah. that's when mm-hmm. shit just gets really it's weird. Better when it's more natural. Like mm-hmm. we just get into it somehow. Mm-hmm. But when you're like upfront and like asking me like like that like that um, yes do you know me grill me baby come on okay girl please me on the grill baby okay, okay i'm ready mm-hmm. i'm here yeah amen <laughs> not amen <laughs> um yeah i think um are we done here and we might be yeah. done here all right it's the month of love y'all it is february it's february the okay. month of love and the month of black so you know what that means the month of black love bam well mm. so if you're dating someone who's not black shut up <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh no. we support interracial relationships here just don't be, you know, fetishizing people. And that's all. That's really all that we want. Right. Don't fetishize. Just treat the person that you're with like a human and not like a pet or an a, object. Like a prize. Yeah. You know, a prize, an object. That's all we ask. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, let's close off this episode. Yay. I hope y'all like that one. Thank y'all so much for sending in y'all's uh, responses on our Under Our Umbrella topic this week. Um, Wes, I think you should read next week's Under Our Umbrella topic. Yes, I'm going to get that right now. Give me two seconds. Um, okay. <laughs> well, I also want to give a special shout out to It All Comes Back to Sex. If y'all remember, we were on their. <laughs> yes, if y'all remember, we were on their. Um, on their show twice and once before season three um began so we want to just say a shout out to y'all happy one year anniversary um they've been doing it for a year so that's really really dope i know that's a big accomplishment we've been doing it for a while and it's nothing like getting over like that first year you know so congratulations congratulations to to sexy p and tay yes congratulations y'all and it all comes back to sex on accelerated radio baby yes um and the underarm brother topic for next week is what is your perfect love have you experienced it and is it important to have a perfect love, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Um, this idea of what perfect love is, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that is the topic. Are you like Joan on Girlfriends with your uh. enchanted love? <laughs> hmm. I haven't seen any of Girlfriends. I'm ashamed to say. I mean, I've seen oh. pieces, but yeah. I really haven't sat and watched the whole thing yet. So yeah, I'm you really got to get into the show. That's how I, um, that's how this question came about, actually. It was from okay. Girlfriends. Come on <laughs> so, in. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So please, yes, yeah, send in y'all's answers to that under our umbrella question about you know what is perfect love to you. Have you experienced that? And is having an imper- ha- is having a perfect love important to you? Um. Make sure you send us an email at the black umbrella pc at gmail dot com, or you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at tvu podcast. You can either email us or DM us your response, and we will share next week. And thank y'all for listening. Thank you for listening. We love y'all. We love, love y'all, you. and we'll talk to y'all next TBU Thursday. Bye. Bye. Bye.